Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Elite City. I am your co-host, uh, Blasco, along with my other co-host, Mr. Rick. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Ah, it's going well. No complaints. Good. Good. Yeah. Good to hear. It's August. Yeah. I know. Like, it falls right around the corner. I can feel happy. <laughs> yeah, falls so great. Happy. I love it. I love it. The best season. Um, yeah, definitely. It's great. Starbucks, they're wonderful. They're correct. Fall is the best season. It, I agree. Um, <laughs> it, when do you usually get like your first snow? Uh, depends. Sometimes we get it early. Usually, like November, but like sometimes we get like an October one. Oh, okay, so you're so you're roughly what we are. Yeah, it's similar. I think it's similar to there. It's, I just always picture like. 18 feet of snow in Canada. <laughs> no, that's like, that's like Winnipeg, <laughs> and that's not, that's not Toronto. I gotcha. Okay, I mean, you're right there with Buffalo, too, and Buffalo spends, I think, 11 months out of the year. Yeah, that's true. Snow. <laughs> that's true. Uh, all right, anyways. Uh, this is a, basically yeah. a weather report show now. It's, it has nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's going to be hot, because that's what AEW <laughs> was last week. <laughs> Ah, segue. Yes. <laughs> well, Very it, was nice. fight for, it was fight for the fallen. We had another themed week. Yes. Uh, which, I mean, I, I don't know. Is it going to be like an every week thing? They could make them all <laughs> themed weeks, and I would fall for it every single time. I'd be like, it's going to be I'm... a big episode. It has a theme. But like, <laughs> I would yeah. do it every single week, and I'd, I'd believe it every single time. I'm, I'm right there with you. Um. Show starts off with the AEW interim world title match between Roosh and Mox. Um, Regal was on commentary during this one, of course, because of Moxley and the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, I, I like the that Roosh jumped in. I thought that was it was it made Moxley look like he wasn't his normal self, like he had. I don't know, got in his own head for a second or something. I don't know. Right, yeah. I thought it was cool. Um, uh, Mox got busted open early. Um, Shockingly, Mox yes. bled. He, he, <laughs> he's, got the new, he's got the new Cody where he bleeds every match now. Oh, because he probably never heals, honestly. I mean, he wrestles. <laughs> um, I can't remember how he got busted open, though. Do you recall? No. I think it. Like, he kind of just got thrown into something and then like when they came back to him he was i don't know how it happened Uh, okay well yeah i also do not know but anyways um they they got the crowd going they had a a very hot crowd they had a hard-hitting match too i mean yeah the crowd was great like all night the crowd was really good yes it was um the the every time i i you look at this match, you, you think that how's Mox going to go like with a Lucha style guy, but boy, Roosh brought it to Mox. Yeah. 
I, I was very, very impressed. This uh, seems to be a, an AEW kind of thing. They give the the champ, or the in this case, the interim champ, like a match that you wouldn't expect them to have a hard time with, and then they really showcase the other person. They've done it a couple times. Now they did it with with um, even when Punk wasn't the champion, they did it. They did it with Hangman a couple times, where like Takeshita got a good match with him. Like yeah, they they kind of they kind of use the the you know Roosh isn't winning, but they yes. kind of use it to showcase him a little bit. Yeah, and um when he hit um when Roosh hit uh Mox with the belly to belly into the corner. Yeah. Oh, it makes me so nervous. I know. I I like cringe. And no matter who does it, it just yeah. is, uh, I, there's so much that can go wrong. <laughs> I just, yeah. To me there's a lot of AEW and I know it's a new Japan thing as well. There's a lot of like neck related moves that they do that yes. always kind of make me wince to the point I think I've mentioned this before to the point where I'm like, you could just not do that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can just well, do a regular German suplex. It's fine. Like we understand. <laughs> I agree. It's very true. It makes oh, it irks me. Um, I, I don't know if it was a, a, a production thing, but I'm, I, I assume you see the same feed as we see in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they drop the ball with the Andrade run in? Like, did they totally miss the run in? Yeah, I think they did. I okay. <laughs> I, I I wasn't exactly sure what happened there. Yes, well, same here. Like I was thinking, like, and when I was doing the write up, I was like, I don't really like. They said he did, and then he was all of a sudden he was kind of at ringside, but like yeah. they missed the whole. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, he had um, he ran in and uh, which. I thought it was a little bit of a surprise. The Lucha Brothers made the save for Mox. Uh, and then Mox ch- chokes out Roosh uh, at the very end. And you think that everything is over. Like, oh, okay. On to the next segment. Mox moved on. And then Jericho comes out. Yeah. It, it, it was uh, way, way for... He, he challenged him for in two weeks... Uh, at Quake by the Lake, another. and he was, yeah, yeah, another theme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he says he wants Moxley, and Moxley tells him he doesn't sports entertain. <laughs> yeah, he he says he wants the uh, the last graduate of Stu Hart's dungeon. He wants the Lionheart. How yeah. awesome was that? Yeah, I think I hope he comes. I think he will. I hope he comes out in like his like. ECW style gear, I totally has to. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he will. That seems like a thing Jericho would definitely do. Yeah, I hope he has the high ponytail or an yeah. and like semi make one. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I noticed first of all, Jericho mentioned incorrectly that he would be the first two time AEW champion. Which, if they're counting this reign, Mox is already the first two time AEW champion. Oh uh, yeah. And I also noticed both <laughs> both Mox and Regal refuse to call it interim have you noticed I that know. yes like that, like yes. excalibur will be like it's the, he's the interim world champion and then regal will be like he's the world champion like they <laughs> they ref, they refuse to acknowledge the interim tag which is and, must be on purpose at this point like they've done it enough yes. times that like they're, they're doing it on purpose 
Oh, that, uh, absolutely. And uh, and it's going to make, obviously, a better story for when Punk comes back. Right. Because they'll be like, no, I'm the champion, blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, it writes itself. And I really like that they're doing the Jericho one on, like, in two weeks on Dynamite. I was worried they were going to do it at, like, all in. And it, this is going to be a prolonged Jericho Moxley feud, which, I mean, it would be fine, but we've already had a prolonged Jericho Moxley feud. Yeah. And I feel like we should do someone else, but it, it, if they're doing it in two weeks, like, that makes sense. Yeah, if it even gets there, I have a theory. Right. Yes. I, based, based, based on Rampage, it may not get there. Yes. <laughs> well, and and that I'll explain my theory later. All right. Um, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um. So Jericho just does his little, little stare down, like they were flexing at each other, kind of. And camera cuts to Excalibur and the guys in the booth. And boom, out of nowhere, we have trios belts. Yeah. A, an upcoming tournament, and the finals are going to be it all out. What a way to announce that. And I like because they, they made a joke like, no, we're not the first trio champions. That yeah. was good. <laughs> I mean, we all, uh, it was what, maybe maybe two months ago now? Like Tony said it on Busted Open Radio. That, yeah, hey, it was before, it was before the heart tournament ended because he also mentioned those belts at the same oh, time yes that's right okay you're right yeah he basically said yeah they're just sitting here we're sitting on something well <laughs> here it comes a couple months later and i i really like the belts i think i mentioned on on twitter i mentioned to you as well they, they remind me of the old wwf tag team titles with like the how they used to say tag like world tag team yes. champs in, in big font on the front like these hey trios it, they look similar which i like yes Oh yeah, AEW titles have like an old school kind of look to them. Most of them, so I like, I like that. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's amazing. I I love the belts. They look good. Yeah. And there's um, so we were thinking there's so many trios teams. Yeah. Well, that's what I was just gonna ask you. Like, if, off the top of your head, who would you like to see? I think the winners will probably be whoever the Young Bucks tag with. So it'll be Young Bucks and Hangman or Young Bucks and. Uh, Kenny Omega if he's back I think either of the and, and there might be a little thing there where who are they going to choose I think that might be a, a storyline going into the tournament but I think I think they're going to win it how about you I well that that's I was going to go the other side I was going to say they were going to give it a red dragon and coal oh yeah that, that would work and that would be like well you know we're the only ones with belts now like, right. Who, who are you guys? Like, they'll cause that, like, little inner conflict. Yeah. I think somehow this is going to be what breaks up the elite or splits up the elite. Yeah. That, well, that, that would be. I think, like, like I mean, split, like, the Adam Cole undisputed elite half and then the Young right. Bucks Kenny Omega half. I feel, I feel like this is what's going to, this tournament's going to split them. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, man, I never even thought of that. If Kenny comes back. Kenny and the Bucks versus. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, of that. If Kenny, if Kenny comes, and then if or 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 Hangman like team yeah. with them, and and then Kenny comes back, and he's like, "Wait a second, why are you why are you teaming with with him? What about me?" Oh, and then it cut, and it screws Hangman doesn't get his moment with the Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some, there's there's lots of ways they could take this. Oh, oh 
<laughs> I mean, then based on, you know, just all the other teams, there's Jericho's appreciation side could probably do two teams. They could do Sammy Jericho, Jake Hager, and then 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. They could do Death Triangle. Oh. They could do uh, House of Black. They could do various. Yeah. I mean, Dark, Dark Order could be a team. They could do. Oh, yeah. I even thought they um, could do like um, Jurassic Express and like Matt Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of teams. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of. And they all made sense. Like, you know, you were right. just rattling them off, but they all made sense. Like, wow, that they have a big time trios division yeah and then um roh who's the uh dalton and the boys are are the yes. trio champs right i mean they could always show yes. up for this too oh that's obviously no don't even put me on that I, <laughs> <laughs> that they would they, they'd win <laughs> so yeah there's a lot this is gonna be fun yes it is um so i after i mean I mean, we just talked about that for like four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> but and that was just like naming teams. Yeah. Um, after right after the belt announcement, we come back from a commercial, and Dante cuts this little promo. Uh, well, I shouldn't say little; it's big time promo actually. Showed a little bit of emotion, and I'm gonna call myself a genius and pat myself on the back <laughs> because he he announced his new valet in sky blue. Yes. And I just said last week she needed to put in a program. She's going to be a star. Mm. There you go. I wonder and if that's a, a per, if this is going to be a permanent thing or if this is a one-off. I, I hope it's a, a long-term thing because they – yeah, you're right. She needs something to do. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, and if I am internet, you can yell at me. I think they are a couple in real life. Oh, okay. That makes sense um, then. And I really like that there was a, there was kind of a theme of dynamite and and a little bit of rampage. They gave um, people who don't usually get a chance to cut promos. They gave them some time to cut promos. Yeah, like Dante never really cuts a promo, but he did, and he was like, he can do it. He's he's like he's not again. He's not the Rock, but like he's good. He can cut a promo, and it's perfectly perfectly reasonable. Like it was good. It was a good promo. Yeah, I, it was. I like I said, I thought it was big time, uh, especially for him. Yeah, he's over. He's over with the crowd for what he does in the ring, right? And I mean, if he could, well, I mean, he proved he could talk. I was gonna say if he can talk, he keeps talking that way. I mean, that's a complete package already. Yeah, I wonder if they have someone working because they, they, like I mentioned, there was a couple guys who cut promos that you didn't expect to cut promos. I wonder if they have if they they're doing you know workshops like if they have someone working with them or if the guys are just learning like on their own by being around lots of the the veterans or or how this is happening. I I don't know this a hundred percent, but if I recall, I think that's what Dustin Rhodes. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Of. Yeah, he could do I that. Think and. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's Dustin. Okay, um, yeah, that's wor- it's working then. If if that's what it is, that would make sense, and it's it's working because they have a lot of guys who, who I wouldn't have expected to be able to to, to talk for even um, you know a couple minutes who can now cut you know pretty reasonable, pretty good promos. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and that is the benefit we talked about last week when we were talking about uh, Vince McMahon stuff. That's the benefit of letting people talk like giving them you know bullet points or whatever and letting them talk is they learn how to talk 
Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's I all. I was happy with it. I liked it. Same here. And we're we're gonna see an ongoing theme through this whole fight for the fallen week of a <laughs> I don't want to call it a youth movement, but a lot of the excuse the pun young bucks and AEW really got put in the spotlight this week. Yeah, definitely, week. definitely. Uh, speaking of <laughs> FTW match, uh, my boy Danhausen, yeah. uh, oh, I, I oh, thought he had it. Anyways, just everything yes. about this match and the, the 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 promo before the segment before it, like the little video they did and the the match itself, even though it was fast and the everything that happened after, all perfect. Yes, That's so what I was, good. Uh, th- yes, this was the. This was like the tease. And, yeah. And when, you know, Dan House comes to the ring and, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, and you get like a, a fade in and you have Ricky Starks dressed as The Rock. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like in a hype video before his music. <laughs> And I mean, I, y'all know I love Ricky, so I thought this was the greatest moment in television history. <laughs> yeah, I really like based on I'll, I'll mention it more later, but I really like that they they clearly made him the heel here. Like that was a heel video, and going yes. against Danhausen is like a heelish thing to do because everyone loves everyone loves that Danhausen. And then more happened. Yes, <laughs> uh, I mean, like you said, he he was the heel of heels going in and the bell rang and Danhausen did a couple little things, but it was like, I don't know, two minutes, three minutes, if that, but he managed, but he managed to hurt his hurt, uh, Ricky's neck a little bit, which matters. He did. Yes. Does matter. <laughs> so, uh, Ricky grabs the mic and just as last week, you know, since this was even faster than last week, he's going to keep going. He has little, little left in the tank. Boom, hook. So good. We were just saying we hope. So hook, we good. were just, we were just saying hook needs something. Again, we were just saying hook needs something to do, just yes. like Sky Blue. Did, and then there he is. He has something to and, do. Uh, and of course, the faces that Ricky's making as as hooks walk into the ring are yeah. fantastic. And I, just. I, as fast as uh, Danhausen lost, <laughs> Ricky's match with Hook wasn't much longer. Right. Uh, I thought it was it just it was perfect. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, Hook taps him out, and you know uh, they they shake hands afterwards. Uh, so apparently. Um, the Taz stable still exists. Yeah, I like that. That was like they did like the little fist bump and a nod. Like we're cool. That's yeah. like it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you you know you you think it's over, whatever. Well, uh, Shivani's in the ring, and Ricky Starks becomes 
pretty much maybe the biggest baby face in the company. Yeah, that was a really good, there was a, you don't see very many, I mean, this did have an attack, but you don't see very many face turns that just result in like someone just doing a good job in the ring and then cutting a promo and now they're a face. Like there's very few immediate turns, but he was, he was like the clear heel, like, you know, 10 minutes ago. Yes. And then he was a clear face. Like it was, it was really good. It was perfectly well done. Perfect. And the cherry on top of it all, Will Hobbs, super villain (laughs) right now, (laughs) tacks him from behind, just stands over him, walks out, and Taz puts it over as Hobbs is no longer with Team Taz. Yeah, I was thinking, like, is Team Taz still, you know, Hook and Ricky Starks and Taz? Are they still a unit? What do you oh, What do you think? Well, I was just thinking. I hope Dan Housen claims that he's in it. That would be great. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm just. Yeah, like they have a segment backstage where like Ricky and and uh, Hook are there with Taz, and they're like talking about. Dan Housen just shows up. He's like, okay. What are we doing? Yeah. What's the plan? What's the plan, guys? And they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually what I hope happens. <laughs> uh but. Uh, talk about uh the trios match yeah the trios team not match uh team taz could be yeah and this sets so much up because you have a you know hobbs against starks now which is obviously gonna be good and then now the ftw title is on hook and like even if he just comes out and crushes people in two minutes every single week like it has it's a there's a more of a reason for it now it's like a Right, he's he is he's putting up the, the belt, and he might lo- he might you know win every single week, but there's a reason for him to come out and squash somebody every week. So, and that's really good. And talk about long term storytelling. Is it maybe three weeks ago is when Ricky declared the belt an open title? Right. Well, that now puts over Hook never has to talk. Right. They could just have him in the ring and say, "All right, dude's coming." Okay, right, yeah. <laughs> or so and so's in the ring. You hear Hook's music. Oh, it's going to be an FTW match. Yeah, I got. I mean, this is I think based on. Like, I don't mean to always take shots at WWE, but this is based on <laughs> on on WWE. Um, okay. I initially got worried that like, oh, uh, Hobbs is going to get lost now because I mean, he's Ricky Starks can talk. Ricky Starks can do a lot. Hobbs is great in the ring, but he doesn't really not that I know of cut promos. So my, my first concern was like, Oh, after this feud, is he going to be, you know, just a guy, but I don't think he will be. I think this is, this is the start of something for him too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like for Ricky Uh, Starks is the start of like a big, this is going to be a big face push for him. Yeah. And I will admit, I, I, I feel that I have to admit just like you admit that you were wrong about, about Jade. I was wrong about Ricky Starks when he like, at the beginning, I was I didn't see anything in him. I thought he was just some guy, but he's oh. great. He's great, and I love him. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> and, and hey, it, we're all allowed to be, but yeah, <laughs> I, I still don't see how you didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah, no, he was he's he's great. And uh, coming full circle on the youth going on with that youth movement yeah i hate to say that with aw because everybody's young but they really put a stake 
it could even in the category is we'll say it was a statement of a show in a way. Yeah, especially because the the knock on AEW twofold. I mean, we even mentioned it last week. The knock on AEW yeah. was they didn't have too many storylines, which now they just started like four storylines on this show. Right. And, and the other knock on them that I never felt, but a lot of people felt was it was a lot of just, you know, ex guys who are already stars, you know, yeah. w, former WWE guys, guys, former ROH guys, guys who are already stars, Danielson's punks, Moxley's Jericho's. Um, but this is clearly not the case. Like they put over a lot of young talent on the show. Yeah. And, and on and, Rampage. Well, the whole fight for the fallen week was... A, a youth movement per yeah. se and the in this match Sammy versus Dante I, I didn't put this in the notes but you know when AEW started you wouldn't have known you know three years down the line that these guys would not only be holding their own like way more than they are but in storylines that are way more serious than you would have thought. Right. You know, it's just a credit to to them and their work ethic and everything that they've done, but they've really got themselves over. And this match was them being able to shine on national television. It was unreal. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was kind of what you would have expected from a match between these two, but it was like what you expected was good and it was good. Right. Yeah. Um, at the very, it was within the first couple minutes. Um, Sammy slid under the bottom rope and Dante is still in the ring and he goes to do his like jump ring to the top rope, then out of the ring. And as he's jumping up to the top rope, Sammy slides back under and, Dante backflips over him, so they landed face to face. It was the yeah. <laughs> incredible thing ever. It, unreal. It was so cool. Yeah, and there's I, stuff like stuff like that where you're just like, I don't even know how that's a thing that people can do. Yeah. I mean, you know, like obviously not everything is planned ahead. Like they worked on, they had to work on that. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. But still, like they couldn't have been working on it all that long, you know. And like they still the... and they, and, then, and they still had to do it. I mean, I could, I, me and you could yes. work on that for for <laughs> the rest of our lives, and <laughs> right. probably and probably never do it. So. Right? Yeah, they did. Literally, had one shot at it, and it was live in front of the right. world, and they did it perfectly. It was right. unreal. Uh, and then you know the match got a little dirty. Uh, Dante flying off the stage on the Sammy, I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, it showed. I don't want to say that Dante didn't, doesn't have an edge, but it showed like that he's willing to do what it takes. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll put everything on the line. But the second half of this match, I thought was, I understand why it was done in hindsight, but at the time, I thought they kind of lost a little bit of the mustard. I don't know. Are you with me on that? Or... Yeah, I could see that. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and this is just where I'm, I'm not going to necessarily complain of the move, but I'm going to complain of the, the move choice. Um, when Sammy hit the high knee on Dante from the top rope. Yeah. 
I, that is like I don't know. I guess you could say that oh, these guys have tape of each other, so you know that's where you expect Sammy to jump up and do something crazy, not something that you could see from six miles away coming at you and Dante just runs into him. I'm sure. Like, I yeah, just that thought makes, yeah. that was, you know, and I understand it's scripted. I understand. And like, it, it looked good too, that he did it. I was just like, it was just stupid that right. like, that would never happen in real life. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. And that kind of took me out of it. Right. And they got me back when Dante did the backflip out of the Spanish fly. I thought yeah. that was that was amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh well, Sammy turns around and hits another Spanish fly and he gets the win. Uh I thought the ending seemed a little rushed, but I understand it's a television match. Yeah, I feel like they kind of just called it like the ref probably told him to to end it. Yeah, and I mean everything that they hit was I mean spot on and everything. It was just it just seemed like it ended super yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh but it was a fantastic match and like pretty much little to no shenanigans, huh? It was pretty fair. I mean Yeah, it was a lot bent the rules it was, a little bit. It wasn't perfectly clean, but it was cleaner than I expected it to be. Yeah. Especially with Sammy. And, right. Um uh and Ty. Yeah. But hey, what about Everyone found out that Daniel Garcia can uh, can talk, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's another one, another <laughs> yeah. person who you wouldn't expect to. No, again, none of these people I thought were bad at cutting promos. I just hadn't heard them cut promos, so I didn't know that they could. But yeah, well, as good of a promo as we thought the Daniel Garcia promo was, I'm just gonna say, I, I could swear in so many ways that I'm not going to. I'll say, holy mackerel, <laughs> Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jungle Boy had no no qualms about swearing in his promo, that's for sure. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> and I had no qualms about standing up and yelling at my television after he did because I could not believe. Yeah, that promo. was like I did not expect as much as I didn't expect, you know, Danny Garcia or, or uh Dante to cut it, I did not expect Jungle like when I heard Jungle Boy is gonna talk, I thought he would come out yeah. and talk for like a minute and then they'd end it because he can't because he can't talk. Right. right, but no, he he can. That was yeah. he 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 managed to make it like meaner than Christian made his promos, which yeah. I'm sure, I mean, obviously they're working together on this. They're both like right. allowing this stuff to happen, but the right. fact that they the fact that they are is like <laughs> is really it's still you know it's all scripted. You know they're working together, and it's still kind of shocking. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's. Well, and it explains well, things like it explains a lot. Yeah. Like Christian explained, like he was yeah. he was mad at Jungle Boy for costing him money, and then Jungle Boy was like, "Wait a second, aren't you really successful? Why do you care about that?" Oh yeah, right. okay, maybe it's because your wife left you and took all your money. Yeah, it it, uh, it fits it fits really well. It, 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 oh, when when Jungle Boy told Christian, <laughs> "You've never been more relevant because of me." Yeah. It was another oh. one where, like, they were being mean and insulting each other, but they were being mean and insulting each other with, like, like Christian's promo. Like, it it made sense. He wasn't just being a jerk to be a jerk. Like, he, 
like the oh your wife it wasn't just like hey look your wife left you like it that wasn't right. in there just for no reason it was like no i understand why you're upset you right. care about money because <laughs> you need the money like he explained why he was bringing up a divorce not just like throwing it out there like oh by the way you're you're divorced like it made sense oh yeah it was it was unbelievable uh, <laughs> and it, Christian actually interrupts the promo. Yeah, I feel like when he interrupted, the Jungle Boy couldn't hear him interrupting. Yeah, there was there was a little tiff there because um, Christian was kind of on screen for a while, looking at and like Jungle Boy kept talking. Like I feel like they couldn't hear each other for a bit. I feel like it didn't yeah. really it didn't really affect the the promo, but I felt like there was a little sound issue there. Uh, yeah, there there was definitely something, but oh, Christian is so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, after like everything that happened uh, up to this point in the show, like I'm just like it's every week. <laughs> this is one of those every- this, those storylines are based on the promos. That they, I I hope they give you know they each give another promo or two before they oh, fight because yeah. this seems like a thing where you're like I just you really want them to get in a match and I hope they push back the match a little bit. Not like you know in AEW we, I said last week they tend to drag things out for too long. I don't want them to drag right. this out for like months without them fighting, but I would like them to drag it out for like a bit longer. Like I want them to each do another couple promos and then jungle boy tries to get his hands on christian and christian runs away like i want it a, a bit of a delay oh yeah because you know oh, when yeah. they fight it's going to be a fight yeah oh yeah oh that's it's it it's this, like one this is this is a feud storylines yeah and this is a storyline that i didn't think this is not a feud that i thought i really wanted and it's not a yes. feud that i thought like if you thought like oh what's going to be a really personal intense feud i would have thought like oh they can have good matches with each other but yeah. i wouldn't have thought like they're gonna have like a blood feud but like yeah. they they but they are so yeah oh and it's oh it's so good yeah they're both uh, getting I, it's jungle boy's time to shine like because he hasn't really had a you know a singles push like this but it's also christian's time to shine like he's getting he's yeah. getting a singles push that he doesn't he hasn't had too many big singles pushes either so I mean, outside outside of TNA, so it's been it's good for both of them. Yeah, and he and Christian has Matt Hardy this week, so right. There, there's so much. <laughs> I feel like Christian's gonna like hurt Matt Hardy, like he's gonna do something really devious to Matt Hardy. Oh, of course. Because I feel like the story is like they're like forever rivals who've been fighting for twenty years, and then like. Instead of having a match, Christian's gonna like I don't know do something just to like be more of a heel. Yeah, and there's so many things that he could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be very good. Um, well, we we were on a promo train here, um, with the third and I think final promo. Yes, because then we actually had a match. Uh, <laughs> The the Bucks. It's the first time we've seen them in a few weeks, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, talk about AEW. Thank God this roster is who they are because you don't even notice that the Bucks haven't been on TV for 
like three weeks. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's weeks, something like it's that. really good how they can like even if people are injured, they can take time off. But even if they're not injured, they can just it prevents people from getting injured. Really, if they can take yeah. time off every so often, and the show can run fine with someone gone, you know, someone major yeah. gone for a few weeks. And uh, that well, that's a whole other can of worms. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 we're gonna wash our hands of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get the the tease of the hung bucks. Yes, but uh, like, are they doing it to just do what? You know, I was all on that train. Then you brought up, you know, well, what if Kenny comes back? And then right, I want I want that to happen. <laughs> I love this because I always pictured um, the Dark Order as like Hangman's the cool kid in high school who like doesn't have too many friends, but he's cool. Like people like him, and yeah. then the the Dark Order is kind of like his like you know band club friends or his like drama club friends that are just his like little kind of nerdy goofy friends who like yeah they're really supportive and they like him and he likes them but like they're not cool they don't fit right. him right. so then like like when when hangman sees the box he's like oh those are the other cool kids and he's trying <laughs> he's trying to be you know like friendly to the other cool kids and then dark order shows up is like hey and yeah it's great yes. it is fantastic <laughs> and Again, the Dark Order showed up to wish Hangman a happy birthday. Yeah, and I like because uh, they're like they're like the better friends. I mean, the Young Bucks are like the cooler friends, but Dark yes. Order like they're they're his actual friends. Like they're they yes. care about him. They're nice to him. Like yeah, it's it's it works good. Uh but uh, like w- honestly, what do you think they're gonna do? Like, I think that. Uh, Based on Hangman this week, I feel like he's think he was kind of like intrigued by he wanted to talk to the Bucks, and the Bucks kind of wanted to talk to him. But then Dark Order showed up, and I feel like Hangman kind of thought, "Oh yeah, that's why we're not friends anymore. Like there's a reason we felt right. like we didn't just we didn't just drift apart. Like there's a reason we're not friends anymore." And I feel like maybe they'll like I I think Kenny's going to come back, and I think the Bucks and Hangman are kind of going to get closer. They'll like maybe they'll like you know be at each other's matches or have some talks backstage and you think they're going to be, and then Kenny's going to show up and he'll be like, what's going on? And they'll kind Ooh. of, and I feel like the bucks could be like, Oh yeah, we're not with him. No, of course not. No, no, no. We're with you. Of course. Yeah. Right. And then, then hangman's going to be like, Oh, I thought this was going to be a, a thing. And like, no, 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 no. He's we're with Kenny. <sighs> oh, I think that's where that's going to go. And then dark order will right. be there. And then dark order will be there for hangman when he needs them. True. Again. Again, wow! I think it'll eventually end up with Hangman going back to the elite, but I think they'll they'll have a little issue for a while first, and that all makes sense. Oh, that's that's that's, and it'll be sense. so and it'll be so good. Like the Hangman yeah, elite, exactly. Hangman elite Dark Order storyline. Like I know it's been going on for like three years, but, but it's been it's been good the whole time. <laughs> yes, it has been. Huh. Uh, oh. It's fantastic. Uh, I also think they're going to actually do the Hung Bucks. I, 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 I think that's where the titles go. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they I could just... do that too. I mean, they could win it and then Kenny comes back. True. Because then, then what do they do? Yeah. Because what oh, if Kenny's that... and Ken, and Kenny might be mad at the Bucks? Because the last time we saw Kenny, he said he hadn't watched the match with Hangman. But I'm assuming he has now. 
and the Bucks kind of let him like they let Hangman win. Like oh. they didn't stop. They didn't stop him. Yeah, yeah. So maybe Kenny has a problem with the Bucks. Maybe that's where the issue is. Oh, damn it! It's so good. And, and then <laughs> that, that and this isn't even mentioning Adam Cole and where that's going to go. Right. It's un, un, unbelievable. There, there's literally limitless things that could happen in just the elite right now. Yeah, and like the elite, you can say, I mean, obviously their name is in the company's name, so they clearly have a lot to do with it, obviously. Right. Even if you didn't know the, the EVP situation, like obviously they're, they're named after, the company's named after them. Right. But they're, I mean, they show why it's named after them. Like they, there's, when AEW started, my first thought was, I know they're going to, like before they had anything, my first thought was like, oh, they're going to have really good matches, but are they going to do any storylines? Because like from what I know of New Japan, it's not as involved with the storylines as, you know, North American wrestling is. Right. Um, and I obviously I'm used to North American wrestling. So I, my, my concern was that it wouldn't be, they'd have great matches, but they wouldn't have great storylines. But like the elite can write, good storylines like i'm sure they're doing this like tony's probably involved right. but i think these are stories that they come up with and these are angles that they come up with and they they show why they have a you know a company named after them because they are really good at this yeah <laughs> i mean it, 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 I, I i agree totally with what you're saying about like they they i think they have more power than they let on or even yeah Pond lets on yeah uh you know how he says all oh, the buck stops with me or whatever like right i mean I'm, I'm not saying he's playing the heel like he's not playing a character i mean yeah he might get the final say as in like yes or no if something's gonna happen or maybe this is for later but it's not like he doesn't go to the box and say hey this is what i'm doing right you know, no i think they i think I think their stuff, they write themselves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. And I feel like it was the same way with Cody. And I'm not, again, I don't want to turn this into a Cody thing, but I think Cody wrote a lot of his own stuff too because it it felt very different from the rest of the show. So I think he also had that power to write his own things that I think the the Bucks and Kenny also have. But do you think it's different from the rest of the show? No, I don't think the Bucks and Kenny are different from the rest of the show. I think they 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 managed... Cody's okay. was different from the rest of the show, so you could tell he had some sort of I got you. some sort of script writing ability, or some sort of sort of power that no one else had really. I got because you. he was he was it felt like he was writing his own stories. <laughs> yes, you could tell. And <laughs> and the Bucks are writing their own stories, and Kenny's writing their own, but like they they don't feel out of place. They don't feel like they're in yeah, their own okay. their own universe. Cody's always felt like his own little thing. Definitely, definitely. They make it work a lot better. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, Tony Nice, Smart Mark Sterling versus Swerve, and yeah, I mean this match served its purpose uh, to get uh, Josh Woods introduced, right? <laughs> Basically, uh, Swerve wins after I don't know a couple minutes, and then it quick cuts to backstage and Josh Woods is standing over Keith Lee and looks like we have uh Woods and Nice tag team. 
Yeah, I don't know who Josh Woods is. When he showed up, I had no idea who he was. Who is? Do you know who he is? Who is he? he I know his name. He was a Ring of Honor, I believe. Okay. Uh, um, hold on. I can, I can, I, I can look him up real quick. All right. Yeah, because I, I, and, I, the way they responded to him, which AEW does a lot, which is fine, because they, they, they assume their audience can, you know, do do a Google search, which is like, of course we right. can. Um, so it makes sense that they didn't spend a lot of time. Exp- I'm, I'm sure Excalibur will do a 30 second recap of who he is the next time we see him. Right. So that'll, that'll catch everyone up. But oh, I was, yeah. I knew he was someone because they weren't like, who is that? Like I knew he was someone that people should know, but I don't know yeah. who he is. Um, wow. I didn't realize this. He was in NXT from 2014 to 2016. Who, who from been... ring of, who from ring of honor wasn't in NXT? Uh, like they weren't 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 they all and like didn't didn't NXT basically just hire Ring of Honor? Yeah, pretty much everyone except Cheeseburger and Dalton yeah. <laughs> Castle of all people. Like why and, would uh, they take Dalton Castle and, and Gresham? And, yeah, and Jay Lethal. <laughs> right, but but most most of NXT, yeah. most of, of, of ROH our... went to NXT. Yeah. So yeah, that was like when I had my first rant. That's what I was talking about. When people says those are ex WWE guys, they are not. They're ex right. Ring of Honor people, <laughs> right? They just also worked for WWE. Yeah. So anyway, I won't. I won't even get on that rant. But um, <laughs> yeah, he was in he was in Ring of Honor from 2016 until like it says till present. So I guess he was never really fired. Yeah, maybe he's a maybe he's a Ring of Honor signing that that will yeah. show up on AEW sometimes. Actually, t- uh, uh, Tony Nese in Ring of Honor would be kind of good to see. Oh yeah, I think that uh, would work. I mean, he'd be the he'd be perfect for the uh, pure championship. Yeah, Ring uh, of Honor just needs a TV show. Like, I, I'm not upset that this happened, but like, and obviously Tony Khan knows this too. We talked about it last week, but like, they need a show. Yeah, but hopefully that happens. I yeah, I mean, there's nothing like <laughs> I I don't know, like they didn't even the word television show didn't even happen during the pay-per-view. <laughs> right. Yeah. It seems like they're having like, a, there's gotta be a something going on there. Like there's a, there's an issue for some reason, but yeah. Uh, and you know, I don't know what we'll, we'll see, I guess. Yes. But unfortunately that puts ring of honor in semi limbo. And that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a little story about something before we cut to the House of Black thing because it deals with um, oh I must call him Alistair Black that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, now I can't think of his name Malachi Mal- Black yeah it has to do with Malachi Black I was watching he was getting tattooed by a real famous tattoo artist Paul Booth and like Paul asked him the like how does his creative process go and in AEW and he basically says that everybody is given basically a blank slate and you go to Tony and Tony can like edit it or give you the okay to do it and um, then you've just see if it works see what you got to do but he said like with house of black he was um i was kind of surprised he prefers that tony edits it to a point 
of like it's it has something like it challenges him okay that was really cool like you know because he says like if i go this way it's his money it's his company he can totally tell me no but he never says no he will just rewrite it and i'll look at it and go oh man that's better yeah that (laughs) makes a lot of him think better like that makes a lot of sense actually too because he's i like that he's i like hearing that because i like that he's checking because he's he's not only checking to see like oh is this good does this you know make sense i feel like he's also checking like does this fit in with like what your vision of me and what your vision of the company like is this going to work with like aew and their storylines and and so it makes it feel like a more of a cohesive thing and I mean, yeah, everybody makes fun of Tony Khan, but he calls it a team. And yeah, that's what a head coach does. Right. <laughs> it makes a bunch of basically egomaniacs get together. Right. And perform at the highest level possible. So speaking of that, and speaking of what we <laughs> talked about here today, I saw yeah. uh, that today, yesterday, recently, last couple of days, um, was a year since Malachi beat Cody and Cody you know, tried to retire and then got kicked in the oh, face. That was, okay. that was a year ago, which I was surprised that didn't feel like a year ago, but it was yes, a year it, ago. Wow. It does not feel like a year. Um, so a lot of people were saying, Oh, AEW, you know, dropped the ball on him. Cause he seemed like he was going to be, you know, a huge single star. And now he's, you know, he's big, but he's a guy in a faction. He's not getting singles matches, which I, I don't think I agree with. I feel like he still feels important. Yeah. It definitely. Just, it's just, you could only have so many, you know, main event guys at any given time. Right. But what I wanted to ask you is, does Malachi feel special? Like he felt like back then he felt special. Do you think he he continues to feel special? Oh yeah. Like I definitely, definitely because he takes this character like way to heart and it, yeah, I I think he does. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he does too. I feel like he's he, he also feels different from the rest of the show, but not in a bad yes. way. Like he's yes. when he comes like out, it it kind of like stops. Yeah, like whatever all the craziness, he's he's he doesn't yell. He doesn't like have even his music is kind of you know it's not it's screaming, but it's not you know loud specific like you know yeah. it's, not, it's not really <laughs> fast or anything, right? It's kind yeah, of like a like slower. A uh, yeah. yeah. So I feel like when he, him in the House of Black comes out, the show kind of whatever craziness, because Dynamite's a crazy show. There's always yeah. a million things happening. And he kind of stops it. And then you pay attention to him. Yeah. Which I think is <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. It is. And this promo did exactly what you said. <laughs> it slowed down the momentum of the show in a great way. Yeah. And... When he steps into that light, oh, it's so perfect. He steps in and basically puts a hand out to Miro and basically says, you're welcome in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have to get a response this week. Yeah. What do you think it'll be? You think he's going to go with them? I kind of want him to. (laughs) I feel like either way works. Like either whatever they do is going to work. Yeah, because and I, they're either going to be amazing together talking against somebody, or they're going to be amazing talking against each other. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I don't know what I prefer. I like it's going to be good no matter <laughs> what they do, but I don't know what I prefer to be honest. 
yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. And then, you know, you think that's the end of the segment. You think, okay, uh, Malachi says his spiel. He's the leader. Brody King steps into the light, challenges Darby to a coffin match. Yes. And I, I don't see how Darby can win. <laughs> yeah, no, I really think I really think Brody King's going to – and Darby's, at least in AEW, he's undefeated in coffin matches, correct? Correct. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like Brody King will win. And this is his first like his first some he made the challenge. Like he challenged Andrade. Right. He challenged Ethan Page. This right. is the first time the script has been flipped. So Right. The only reason I, I, I think I think Dar the only reason I th- I think Brody King will win. The only reason I think Darby might win is because he hasn't won much recently. Well, that's true too. And... Though maybe he doesn't need to. Maybe he's someone like 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 we we talk about how he's like Mick Foley a lot. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was good when Mick Foley won the title, but like it doesn't really matter. It was that I mean, Mick Foley could lose every single match, right? And he's still a big deal. Like you're still going to want to see him. And I think Darby yeah. might be the same way that like it's going to be a good match. He can lose again, and it's not like the next time he comes out, people aren't going to respond to him. They still will. Exactly, and he has his following of like super hardcore fans. Like right, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I could, I could see him being the AEW Mick Foley. If I mean, like we say, like it's a bad thing. I mean, Mick's a legend, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, of course. And, no, obviously. Yeah, I but, still remember. I still remember Mick Foley cutting a promo at some point when he got when he, I think it was around the time he won the title, like either right before he won it or right at right after he won it, sometime around then. And they gave he was mankind, and they gave him new theme music that wasn't like the the slow theme it's uh-huh. when he got like the car crash theme song oh, okay. and i remember him coming out and being like i was watching that video when they used to have the titan run videos that actually had stuff happening in them um and he's like i was oh, watching okay. that video when i came out and i noticed it's just me getting beaten up like i'm ne- <laughs> I, I don't i don't think i have any offensive moves in that <laughs> in that video and like that was his intro like that's what they brought they showed to like but like it wasn't it wasn't done in a, like a disrespectful way it's like that's right. the thing that he does like he gets beat up Right, but that's it, hilarious. Now I want to watch it. That's what I'm yeah. gonna do. <laughs> that is it, hilarious. So so Darby's a little bit like that. Like he can all he obviously has offense, he can do things. Right. But you know this coffin match, he's gonna get beat up like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To the right. point where you're like, how is that possible? Like, does he have bones? Does he like can he can <laughs> yeah, he so like, like is is he alive? <laughs> yeah, like is he some sort of AI? <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be I I I think it'll be Brody King just like throwing him around like the last time. I think it'll be Brody King throwing him around a lot. Um yeah. whether or not he wins, I don't know. He might win because he lost the last match, but this could be like a really big Brody King push. And that could start yeah. by him win- He has more to gain from winning. True. Very true. So it'll be fun. It'll be very fun. Did they say and when that was? I was just going to ask you. I don't think they announced when. Cause no, it's not. It's not this week because this week they're doing no, some other it's stuff. Definitely, yeah, it, this week. Um, but I mean, well, I was going to say like, what if Darby says no? I just thought yeah. about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, he that's true. He hasn't totally accepted. Yeah, he hasn't accepted yet. Yeah. 
I would oh, like yeah. to see that happen in a match. Actually, they hype up like a big, a big match, and everyone's all excited. Yeah. It would have to be a heel to say no. Yeah, but like, then no, just go, nah, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. Why would I do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> and just, and just, we just don't, we just don't have the match. <laughs> yeah, and then it just never happens. And then they just don't do it. Like they don't go to into it. It just nope, we're not. Ha- <laughs> yeah. You challenged me, and I said no. I will have a yeah. regular match. I'll have like yeah. a one-on-one match, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um, the women's title match. It's it's nine twenty on Wednesday, so you know what that means. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you're correct. You're correct. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Miyu Yamashita. Yes. And great uh, chemistry. These two really beat the heck out of each other. Uh, excuse me, beat the heck out of each other. Great match. Yes. Uh, when Yam- when Yamashita did the deadlift German on Rosa, like that was some strength. Like, you know, that's hard to do, and she just did it. Like it was that was unreal. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you like what they did for Yamashita to get the title shot, though? Um, yeah, because I mean, Thunder Rosa needs something to do, and they had a good match. And I mean, Roosh got a title shot for doing less, so I guess it kind of. <laughs> That's true. So I guess I guess it, I mean it's not the real title; it's the interim title. But if if you ask William Regal, it's the real title. Um, yeah, it, it made sense. Um, they needed to get. I think they're stalling with with Thunder Rosa. I, I'm I'm slightly worried they're going to go back to Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, and that's why they're kind of not giving her anything else to do. But it was fine. What do you think? I, like I thought it was really cool because it was totally unexpected for the champion, even though the belt wasn't on the line, to get pinned. Like I thought right. that was booked really well. Uh, you know, because then it kind of legitimizes the sport that's not real like you know every once in a while they throw you a curveball yeah it's good to have that once in a while because otherwise you just every time they would have had a you know a non a non-titled match you're just well i know what you know i know what happens yeah yes so it's good to do it sometimes yeah but i mean other than that was fairly quick match rosa retains they they did the bow of respect uh and how you said I was going to ask you what you thought was next. Do you think it's good, definitely Brit? I don't know. They're. I think they might be teasing Brit. I think they might do. They might do Brit again. Um, in kind of the way they're doing Moxie Jericho, like they're not going to wait for a pay per view. They might do it on a, a oh, dynamite. Okay. Um, because I mean, Brit's cutting a lot of promos on Thunder Rosa, so I feel like that's going to go somewhere. But it might not. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, well, I was just going to say, if they do it short term, I mean, there's Battle of the Belts this Friday. So, right. And <laughs> so I, I guess they could do that. Um, I think that uh, Tony Rosa breaks up and Tony Storm goes after her. Yeah, it seems like they, I mean, it seems like Britt is pushing for that. I think it was on Rampage she did the promo where uh, she, she kind of mentioned, I noticed you're hanging out with Tony Storm. I said, because you don't want her to take your title. And, and Tony, why are, you, why are you not going against her? You should be. 
So I, I think she's trying to to push that button. And I yeah. maybe Brit's maybe maybe a thing with Brit is what gets them to break up. And that oh that would make sense. That would make sense. Now if th- this is just a hypothetical and how you would fantasy book this, if the women's title changes hands and just say to Tony Storm, right? Do you have the TBS title change hands and? push jade to the next level to kind of mix that up um not right away i think i think now that you mention it i think what might happen is brit kind of pushes them to break up tony does break up like turn or maybe not even turn but they split up she asked for a match uh tony probably wins that match then brit is like hey you only got that because i kind of pushed you to do it and then she kind of get then then she ends up in a program with Britt Baker for a bit, and I think Tony Storm will win it, but well, I think that, that's where they're gonna go. That makes a lot of sense, and I just you know you just wrote like two months of TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what I could see happening because I mean Britt Baker Definitely. despite the despite the fact that you know the I don't I don't necessarily believe this, but the general consensus is there's too much Britt Baker in the women's division. Uh, there is for a reason. Like she's yeah. she she's not the absolute best wrestler. She may not even be the best promo, but like as an overall entertainer, as an overall you know yeah package, she's one of the best they have. So yeah. oh, it's yeah. hard it's hard to not put her in the title picture at least sometimes, even though oh, she even though she was champ for a long time. Absolutely. <clears throat> Moving right along, main event. Daniel Garcia versus Brian Danielson. Uh, Jericho on commentary. We saw another fast start. I just thought of that too. We had a lot of fast starts. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Danielson, uh, or Garcia jumps Danielson, excuse me. And they just went at it. Like, yeah, this was this was one of those uh, we'll shake hands backstage and apologize when it's over, <laughs> right? <laughs> because they literally had a fight on national TV. The DDT on the concrete made my skin crawl. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was just gross. I mean, this is like as good as Garcia is. Garcia is amazing. There's no one better than Danielson though. Like. I saw a tweet, and, he, and again, I'm I'm like you. I I uh, don't remember who it was, so I can't give them credit. Uh, but Dan perfect. Brian Danielson is the the best wrestler in the world right now, and there's right. there's so many years that you could say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if at any point in the last you know ten fifteen yeah. years you said Brian Danielson yeah. is the best wrestler in the world, people would be like, oh yeah, I agree. Like yeah. I, it might, it might be twenty years. Like it's been a very long time that he's been, that he's been that is... the best. <laughs> and and he's done I... so many things in that time. He's been a heel. He's been oh, a face. Yeah. He's been like an underdog. He's been a tough guy. He's been ROH. He's been WWE. He's been AEW. He's been everywhere. Yeah. And he's. I mean, he's he been good at it. Care about Kane. He made people care about everything. <laughs> like it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, they literally made him a wooden title. 
it's because he cared right. about the, <laughs> he cared about the oh, planet. Oh, that was so good. I don't know if you saw any of that. When he was the, the planet champion, that was so good. It was so no, good. It made me watch WWE. It was so good. Like, it was really good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, wow. That's, that's a, it was the planet's champion. That's incredible. He's, he's great. He's so oh, good. He's fantastic. Uh, and, well, like I just said, there's no one better. Uh, and the the chain wrestling in the second half of this match was unbelievable to go through the physicality that they did in the first half. Like the second half, they did things that were more exhausting. Right. <laughs> it was yeah. unreal. Like, uh, and talk about the youth movement again and another surprise. Yeah, Garcia. Even though it was a heel win, though it was a total heel win. Yeah, uh, but it was it was somewhat clean. Like he got there was interference, but I mean he did put him in a sharpshooter and he did pass out. So I mean, yeah. it was it was it was clean ish. It was he it was heelish enough that that he was a heel, but it was also yes. slightly he he can say I beat you without like too much of an asterisk beside it. Yeah, and uh, so it was oh, good. good. Yeah, that's. What what were your, like I th- I mean this match was borderline perfect. I mean it had everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was shocked was, though that he. I was shocked that Garcia won. Like I like that he won. I think that's good and go somewhere here. great. But yes. I was completely shocked. Uh, yeah, I think we both sent the text of whoa. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I did not expect. I thought this was going to be like a a Moxley Wheeler Yuta thing where like he pushes him really far and he he almost beats him but he doesn't. But no, he he won. Yeah. <laughs> and oh that, you almost and, feel like that was Danielson's call too like he want like he wanted that he wanted oh, to yeah. lose oh yeah that seems like he the way he yeah. he operates like he would have wanted to lose this match yeah cuz he's he, they're they're playing long ball like it's yeah that this feud is going to be incredible <laughs> oh yeah and it's going to just push Garcia so far ahead like you can't First of all, he's a great yeah. wrestler on his own. Like he would get over yeah. being a great wrestler. But as a very good wrestler, you can't get into a feud with Brian Danielson and not look better by the time it's over. No matter what happens in that feud. Like right. you said, he made he made people care about Kane in like like five years ago when like no one should have cared about Kane five years ago. Right. But, I mean or whenever exactly. or whenever that was. But yeah, I mean, and people like they were an over tag team. Right in 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 WWE, who does and the NWD <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't care about tag teams. I mean, that was probably pushing on ten years ago. Now, now that I think about it, but yeah, still, we were. Yeah, we would uh, party at my buddy Chris's, and we would watch every WWE pay per view. It was just yeah, like, I think it was I think it was like twenty fourteen. Yeah. I feel like yeah, it was that sounds about right. Yeah. 14, 15. Um, and they, they, they made Kane, he made Kane over when Kane was, you know, past his prime at that point. And he made a tag team over, which tag teams don't get right. over in WWE very easily. Like there's very few tag teams in modern WWE that get over and they did it. And it's 90%, you know, Daniel Bryan at the time. Oh, uh, yeah. And oh, this feud is going to be 
incredible. He had. I don't want to go on a Daniel Bryan love fest. Dan, Brian Daniels and Daniel Bryan love fest. Um, but he had he he had a match with Brock Lesnar when they were both champions in Survivor Series when they do the champion versus champion stuff. Um, okay. Daniel Bryan at the time was was WWE champion, I think, and and Brock was Universal champion. I, I think that's how it went. But they had a match, and it was like peak Brock Lesnar suplex city time when all he did was hit oh, suplexes yeah. to the point where it, all his matches were boring. But the match they had at with each other was great. Like Brian Daniel Bryan had a such a good match with like wow. monster heel monster heel Brock Lesnar who just like threw him around. But like the way he he reacted to it, and he was he he, he was a heel. He like he made it seem like he could beat that version of Brock Lesnar, which no one could. Like, it was so good. It's a, such a good match. Wow. That's so if he, could, that was... if he could do that with, you know, Kane or Brock Lesnar, what's he going to do with Daniel Garcia? Exactly. And that's why he said that he came to yeah. AEW. Like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> He's rapidly going up there with, like, one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh man, I, I don't know if he could ever surpass Macho. He he's definitely in my top three. Yeah, I think he's in. He's at least my top five. I would say, I've I've thought about this before. I'd say Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Macho Man. Um, probably see then I then I get into a tier that I get confused by. CM Punk, Kurt Angle, CM Punk, Kurt Angle, Brian Danielson are like all in there, and oh, I don't think okay. any—I don't think any of them are Brett and Sean and Macho Man, but they're like right behind them. Well, that's it's a good list. That's what I'd say. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> now, now I have to give mine. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll give you my top three. That's okay. easy. That's that's Macho Man, Bret Hart, and Brian Danielson. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's weird. Like I always say, growing up, I didn't know the difference between good guys and bad guys. And I picked Macho Man over Hulkamania and had no idea why I was different than everybody else. <laughs> I distinctly remember a time, like, I don't know what grade I was in in school, but I distinctly remember a time. I think Macho Man was a heel, like he was Macho King at the time, I think. Oh, it's the best. And I distinctly remember a time, I don't know how, I don't remember how old it was, but like, a bunch of kids at school talking about being like, I think I like Macho Man. And someone else being like, yeah, I think I do too. Like, I think even though, like, I think I like him. And I think that we all kind of are like, yeah, he's actually really good. Like it was like a, we don't have to just like Hulk Hogan. Like we could like this other guy and he's really good. <laughs> That's yeah. There's general consensus. If it passes on the playground that it's, it's good. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on to night two. A fight for the fallen, which was Rampage this yes. past Friday. Uh, heck of a match to open with. Yes. My boy, one in a billion, <laughs> Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt versus best friends, which are Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Chuck Taylor. Uh, Jay Lethal and Trent kind of set the bar. I mean, they put on a clinic, the thing was nuts. Yeah. I like I mean obviously they've wrestled each other a bajillion times in Ring of Honor and probably in right. Japan and everywhere. But like 
I, I would love to see, like, if somebody, if, the, if this was the very first AEW event they watched and the first people they see is Jay Lethal and this person, Trent. Right. And they see that, like, that has to, that's, that's sucking people, has to suck people in. <laughs> I yeah, love best, to have that best, best friends have this, this quality where, like, you don't think they're good. If you don't know them, you don't think they're good at wrestling. Like, if you just see them. Yeah coming out you're like who are these guys they look like like they're jokes but then they're <laughs> but then they're like they're really good they put on good matches and they do great things and yeah so yeah someone who had never seen them before i could see them being like oh yeah there's no way these guys are gonna win look at the other guys that guy's huge right, but right. Like... <laughs> yeah and well, i mean right there that's ratings you're selling like well I, now okay i saw the guys that started but i'm gonna see that guy right <laughs> I'm gonna see yeah that guy. it's a giant <laughs> Uh, well, you know who else wanted to see the giant? Orange Cassidy. There you go. I was, oh, I was beyond stoked for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, oh, Sanjay Dutt, if I was there, I might have jumped the rail. I might have stopped this tag from happening. <laughs> <laughs> because he took away all my dreams for Friday night at 10 o'clock. <laughs> all I wanted was Orange Cassidy versus Sotnam Singh. So is Sanjay Dutt? Is he? I know he's based. He's essentially retired. Is he injured or is he just not rest? Like what's what's going on there? I, that I that I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, I know he wears a lot of hats backstage. So you know, maybe it's like, oh, if you need me to go out there and get beat up, like I'll do that. But I'm not going to pack a three piece suit and wrestling gear every right. Week. <laughs> like I, I I don't know if it's just a, I've wrestled a lot, so I don't want to wrestle. Or if like right. there's a there's an injury that he can't have actual matches with. That I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. Can't answer that one. That's a good point though, because it really didn't make sense for him to like show up in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Like I like that. <laughs> I know. Like it was cool. Like he's like, no, I got this. <laughs> yeah. What uh, when Orange Cassidy broke the pencil though, that. Oh, it goes back yeah. to him and Will Ospreay. Those guys, they get it. They get it. Oh, um, seriously, I, I want your opinion. What What did you think of Satnam? I mean, we said before the bar is low, and that's not exactly. even a, that's not even a, an, an insult. Like the bar is low for anyone who's based on professional wrestling history. Guys who are like seven feet tall aren't tech, aren't traditionally very good in the ring. Um, but he's, yeah, he's perfectly serviceable. Like he's, he does more than I expect him to do and he's entertaining. Exactly. He know he knows how to be, he knows how to have like a presence in the ring. He knows how to like, yeah, project. like uh, he, 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 he can entertain, he can wrestle enough that it's good. Like he's, he's good. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed with where he's at as in like, oh, I've only been doing this for like months well not months but you know on tv for months you know right <laughs> and he hasn't been wrestling that long like i don't know if that you know so i so think... sanjay so sanjay Dutt, i looked it up sorry to cut you off oh, okay um, yeah, no. he had a he had surgery in 2018 to fix a right torn right achilles and was out Ooh. and then got released from impact and then was a producer at wwe and then was a producer at AEW. so they didn't no one ever says that's why he retired, but I feel like that has something to do with it. Yeah, that would suck. Oh, 
That would hurt. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like a, he can't wrestle because of the injury or he'd rather not wrestle because he doesn't want to get injured again. Yeah. You know, and you know, you think that's like, a, that's a lot of strain on your Achilles. Like you're right. running and jumping. Like if it's torn once, it would, I imagine after being surgically repaired, you would think it would be prone to tear again. Yeah, and that doesn't sound like a fun injury. So I can see him no, being like, yeah. I, I, just, I could see him being like, I just don't want that to happen again. So I'm just not exactly. going to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's great at playing the comedic heel. Right. Like, no, like when they broke his pencil, like, oh, it was just perfect. And then they ripped his shirt off. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, it was so good. Uh, Jay Lethal hits a double lethal injection. You think that's how the match is going to end, and no, it does not. Uh, what Chuck Taylor hit the big boot, and the uh, excuse me, the, I got ahead of myself. The best friends win, and then they get jumped by Satnam Singh, Jay Lethal, and Sanjay Dutt. And of all people, Wardlow makes the save. That's right. why I got ahead of myself. I almost gave I almost gave that away. <laughs> Now, where do you think that's going? I want Wardlow J Lethal all day. Please, yeah, I think that I think that's what we're gonna get. I I I kind of want a Satnam Singh Wardlow match. That would be amazing. (laughs) But like, I I know it's not gonna be a great match, and I know it it could book you into a corner because do you want Satnam Singh to lose? But like, if Wardlow could powerbomb him, even even just try to powerbomb him. Like that would oh, be so yeah, cool. That's, <laughs> well, yeah, that's like the, like that would be like a Hogan Andre type moment, right? Now, again, before the internet attacks me, I said type moment, not yes. the moment. <laughs> right? <laughs> it would just be like, I mean, that's something you put on a poster, right? I just showed my age. That's something you make a GIF out of, <laughs> or right. an NFT. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You can sell an <laughs> NFT of that. We're hip. We we understand what the kids are into these days. Yeah. Like posters, <laughs> TikTok and whatnot. You know, we're in yeah. with it. We 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 understand. Yeah. That's sad that I only know what those two things were because of professional wrestling. <laughs> 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 That's the truth. <laughs> so yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. Wherever they go, Jay Lethal. I mean, I, it's probably Jay Lethal. It would make the most I hope sense. It is, and those I will be good matches. Is. And Wardlow does I mean, need to have like matches. He's not gonna. He's yes. not just. He can wrestle. He's not. He's getting a Goldberg type push, but he's not gonna get the Goldberg matches where it's just squash after squash after squash. Like he needs yeah. to have a wrestling match, yeah. and he can get one from Jay Lethal. Yeah, and yeah, and he has to like. I mean, he's a champion now. You got to give him something. Like you, you know, you can't just do that to Jay Lethal. Right. I mean, it wouldn't even that to be booked right but and I, jay, yeah, and jay lethal just had a match with you know rick flair so if he could do a right. match with rick flair he could do a good match with exactly <laughs> exactly speaking of good matches of all the matches on this card hometown boy leon ruffin versus ethan page yes is what this match needed to be i'm, yes. I'm gonna give leon ruffin all the credit in the world he sold 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 even though it was the hometown 
Well, I mean, Ethan let him get some in. Right. But (laughs) he made Ethan Page look so very good in a squash match. Right. I I thought that perfectly played. And then when Ethan looks at the camera before he hits the ego's edge, he says, I hate this place. Oh, (laughs) so good. So good. Yeah, I wish I I want I want Ethan Page to do something. Yes. I don't know what it's hard. It's hard because (laughs) well, with the titles we have now, I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna take it off Wardlow. He's not gonna Hook has Hook has the FTW title, so he's not gonna go there. He's not gonna go for the world title, so it's hard to figure out what he's gonna do. But I want it to be something. Yeah. Uh, you could. Let's see. They could pull someone. Well, no, Scorpio's hurt. I was yeah. gonna say they could they could get into the trios tournament with someone from the American Top Team, but right. Oh well, I'm not saying this in like a, a bad way towards Scorpio Sky, but maybe it's actually a good thing because now they have to put Ethan Page on TV every week to keep the American Top Team angle alive. Right, that's true. So maybe the injury is gonna kind of help Ethan out like I don't want to say he's taking his place he's not taking his place but for now he's taking his place I mean he Ethan's demand in that storyline right right now moving right along Lee Moriarty versus Matt Seidel student versus teacher uh Lee Moriarty has the best headbutt I think I've ever seen (laughs) I yeah legit wrote that in my notes that was the it looked so good. Yeah. Uh, again, these got well, they knew they had the story, so they had to beat the hell out of each other. And they did. <laughs> uh, it was a hard hitter and more of a technical match than I really expected. Yes, uh, I agree. Especially with Matt Seidel. Like, Matt Seidel can't even do a dropkick without doing a backflip. But Yeah, and JR <laughs> kind of pointed that out on commentary that, like, I guess as he's getting. Not he didn't say this, but as he's getting older, he's adapting more to a a technical type style. Jr. mentioned his like and, evolution into a technical style, and it makes sense. I mean, he can you can yeah, only do absolutely. you can only do so many flips right, at whatever age he's at, right? Unless you're Johnny Elite, right? <laughs> I had to think because I was like, Where, "Where's he at now?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stokely Hathaway comes down. Yes. Uh, this is now all of a sudden an interesting mystery that's going on in AEW right now. <laughs> yeah, like and what I'm, what is Stokely doing? Exactly. What do you think he's doing? What's your opinion? I think he's starting his own little thing, and I think it's going to end up him getting booted from, from Jade because Jade's going to get annoyed that he's spending time with you know recruiting other wrestlers. That makes sense, but that really puts Jade over as a baby face. Yeah, well, I think th- I think I think that's where Jade's heading. I think she's heading as she's that's true. She's, po- she's popular. Yeah, the crowd loves her. They've met. I mean, they keep mentioning her daughter and everything about you know how hard she worked, and I I can see her turning face. Yeah, that that actually does make sense, huh? Well, that'd be perfect because. Stokely is putting together a little bit of a heel group, it looks like. Yes. He's <laughs> handing out cards. Cards were accepted. Cards were accepted, yes. Uh, 
So we're going to put a question mark. We don't know if they're together yet, but it looks like something's something's brewing, which I'm happy for Lee Moriarty. He deserved that. Yes. Uh, I mean, good win. I'm sorry, I forgot to say he won. He won the match. Uh, Stokely interfered a little bit, but I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really see what happened. I, I turned my head in real quick, <laughs> missed it. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, yeah, did, Sto- did Stokely did Stokely hire you? I no, I didn't. I didn't see any. I didn't see any money. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> uh I just I thought it it, it works really well. I, I like yeah, it. yeah, and I I just can't wait to can't wait to see where it goes because I I'm enjoying this. Like I said, it's now the most interesting little mystery in the company. Yes, and, and they're just letting it. They're being cold. I don't like that. <laughs> yes, they're not letting anything leak. <clears throat> hey, did you know that Claudio could cut two promos in a row? I don't think I don't think he's ever been allowed to cut two promos in a row. <laughs> exactly. But he but he can do it. He did. And boy, this one might have been stronger than the first one. Yes. And I think it was. Okay, th- this is this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna fight Twitter here. Uh Claudio, after he talks about like the legacy of the Ring of Honor title and how you're considered the best pro wrestler in the world, blah blah blah. He gives his spiel, calls down Wheeler Yuta. And this is where I'm going to destroy people on the internet who, or <laughs> Twitter, who are saying, Who's that? Why do I care about him? Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That's weird. I didn't see any yeah. of that, but that's weird. Oh, you didn't see any of that? Oh, there's no. so much Wheeler Yuta hate. Uh, I've, I've, tr- I've, I've tried to avoid Twitter for their, their hot takes like that. <laughs> Oh, it was it was bad. Uh, like, well, obviously you don't watch the program because right. if you did, you'd see the biggest buildup of a person in like the last maybe eleven months. And that's weird because if you don't watch AEW, why are you watching this episode of Rampage? Like randomly, like Rampage is not the most accessible of AEW shows. It's exactly. So why why are you watching this when I mean I I looked at the ratings for Rampage they were not great like people right. weren't watching people weren't watching this episode of Rampage so why were you, why on a Friday yes. night in the summer do you decide this is the first time I'm gonna watch <laughs> AEW right and so it seems it seems yeah. like they're they know who he is they're just being jerks about it it's internet clout probably right ah uh, but it's. It, like if it made me sit down and think about it, like this has been like the perfect buildup of somebody who literally started on like elevation and dark. And right. unless you watched that show, you had no clue who this person would have been. And, and he can cut promos now too, apparently. Yes. <laughs> if, uh, if QT is like, uh, if if he is running the the factory the way that he's running the factory, and Captain Sean Dean is scouting like he's been scouting, AEW is in very good hands for their. I don't know if you want to call it performance center or or, or whatever. 
they're like tra- their future the future training yes yeah yeah the future training like it's in very good hands because wheeler yes. is I, I mean they didn't make wheeler Yuta, but they found him invited him in he was good got better now look at him he he's gonna i think well he challenges jericho we'll just go on with the storyline then i'll tell you what i think and the promo was so good like i i was i didn't think he could cut promos again another yes. guy who i didn't think could cut promos but it was good yeah and i mean he he beat jericho at his own game which right. was awesome yes you know it basically out talked jericho to basically say i'm challenging you you got to put your title shot on the line and this is i have theory on this <laughs> all right uh and we're going to do it next week right uh, and, and he painted him into a corner and obviously he had to accept this is where eddie gets his revenge uh that, yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense <laughs> yeah i can Eddie's see that gonna... he 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 cost Jericho the match. Then you get another Eddie Jericho match out of it. Yes. And All right. Be, yeah. Yeah. Eddie is going to, because Eddie, it, it, it has Eddie Kingston written all over it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then you set up something for, you know, we're right in the wheelhouse now. They could each cut a promo maybe next week or the week after. And then you could set something up like, okay, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Right. You name your match, blah, blah, blah. 20,000. Because I, I was looking today, I sent you uh, that text. It's about 75% sold. Yeah. Like it will. 20,000. Like it will sell out. Oh, yes. It'll definitely sell. Definitely. Speaking of which, we haven't even mentioned AEW Toronto. I know. <laughs> I, I, I was going to get there. Uh, well, anyways, we'll, we'll end with. Uh, We'll go. We'll go to AEW Toronto next. Uh, All right, sounds good. But Wheeler Yuta and Jericho uh, for his title shot this week. That that's that ended that. Yes. Now we did find out this past week that uh, AEW is coming to Canada for two separate nights. Yeah, it's uh, a little confusing. Yeah. I was a little uh, surprised by a the venue choice because I mean we we last week we talked about like could they sell forty thousand tickets like they're going to like a seven thousand seat arena okay uh, so I was slightly surprised I mean that's what they usually do when they go to most cities is they hit yeah. arenas about that size I was surprised that their first show in in Canada is gonna because I mean I th- I think it'll sell out in like five minutes no, I feel I, like that's yeah, gonna sell out almost will. immediately definitely um, and I I get that they did it because I think they have no other choice where to have this show so it it kind of well, makes sense to put it there yeah but it's going to sell out immediately i find it weird that they're doing rampage separately first of all and yeah. that they're doing it on thursday yeah i mean unless there is there like maybe like an ahl game like yeah that maybe they're using the arena for something it's it's maybe yeah. or they or they don't want to start it at 10 10 o'clock i don't know Oh, well, that could be too. Because uh, that's mid-October. So, you know, you'd be right in... That could be like an opening night. Right. That's <laughs> for, true. You know, like... That's yeah. true. Uh, if this is on a Friday night. I feel like, like the reason they're doing it is that they, they wanted to sell... They know they're going to sell more tickets. They wanted to go to, you know, Scotiabank oh, Arena probably. Absolutely. And, and, absolutely. and so they're doing this so they can sell 7,000 tickets twice. 
essentially. Exactly. So they could be, they could basically sell 14,000 tickets, 2000 tickets. Right. Um, Absolutely. But, but it'll be weird to have rampage as its own. Cause usually when they do rampage live, it's when they have battle of the belts. Yeah. And they do battle of the belts along with rampage. So you get, you know, a two hour show. It'll be right. interesting to see what they do for just rampage. Like, is it gonna, they're not going to just, they're not going to just do an hour. No, I, I bet you they'll do like a special elevation or, uh, you know, maybe do like two rampages. Right. You know, because then they could stack. Right. It'd be like a week ahead. I don't know, though. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, are you going to go? I yeah, ho- I were... hope. Yeah, I want to. We'll see what happens. I feel like it's going to sell yeah. out immediately but we'll see what happens okay well you got to keep us posted yes now i'm gonna have to eat my words on the next segment last (laughs) week i said (laughs) the rap battle was the most entertaining was the dumbest most entertaining thing i've ever seen (laughs) okay well the rap video this week was the stupidest most entertaining thing i've ever seen it was it was so yeah it was like stupid great (laughs) but it was great (laughs) <laughs> it was yes it was it had the guy it had like the guy in the billy gut outfit like doing dx like it was it was great oh, yeah uh and you brought up a good point it, it did we we got a little dumpster match coming and yes you have a and this, theory. this is my my out there theory um and it's a good one though i think if anyone's been following the internet they heard road dog you know who doesn't have a job right now um, talking about how he keeps, he's, he even mentioned, I keep asking, I keep trying to get in touch with AEW and they won't, Tony Khan won't talk to me. No one's going to hire me. I feel like he's hired and he's saying that to throw people off. And I think yeah. he's going to, I think he's going to show up and help Billy because the dumpster match is what made the new age outlaws. Yes. Who they, you know, they had a big <laughs> match with, with uh, Terry Funk and, and Mick Foley. Um, yes. And that's what this is a throwback to. So I yes. feel like I feel like Road <laughs> I feel like Road Dog could show up, even though his even though his his buddy Triple H is running things in WWE, I feel like maybe he got signed before that happened, and now it's yeah maybe it's a one maybe like, it's a one off maybe he signed for like just this night like maybe it just just for one show to show up, but I feel like it might happen. And I have a very I agree with you a lot. Very after you mentioned it, like that almost has to happen now. <laughs> I think it would be really cool. Like, obviously, they're not going to wrestle, but like, right? It would just be like a cool little moment, right? And I wonder if now that just say he signed, I'm just going to throw this out there. I wonder if Road Dog and Billy text Triple H and be like, "Hey, can we call ourselves the New Age Outlaws just once over here?" Right. <laughs> and even if it's just for Jim Ross to say, "Oh my God, that's Road Dog from the New Age Outlaws." And then never mention it again. Yeah. Yeah. Like just that one time, like don't reform the tag team. Don't like, you know, right. Like we're not. Yeah. You guys still own the trademarks. Like we're not going to sell merchandise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just that one time. Like, you know, they're not trying to be like how the Hardys are now the Hardys, not the Hardy boys. Right. That makes sense. That's a merchandising thing. That's a trademark thing. Like, yeah, just let them say it one time and I'd be so happy. (laughs) And I feel like triple H from, he might be fine with that, especially because who it is, you know. Like they're they're his buddies. They're, if they're if they're not, you know, taking money from WWE, I feel like. He, I mean, he still has to 
he's still he's still a shareholder so he's not going to be like oh yeah i'm letting them use their name even though they didn't give us anything like he's not going to do that but i could see right. him letting him like even like a a quiet agreement like they say it once and then they pretend it was an accident and never say it again right right yeah like yeah exactly and like we're not going to get mad we're just going to forget like we're all just going to pretend this this was fine yeah yeah i could see that oh that'd be <laughs> ah well we'll we'll see this week we will see <clears throat> Well, we are going to end the uh, the show. Great main event. And we're going to put an end to the uh, youth movement here. Anna Jay versus Ruby Soho. I definitely saw this match going the other way. But yeah. boy, was it good. That's yeah, good match. Then. Yeah. Ruby, she got a little bit of hate because people think she needs to do more. And I'm going to get to that in a second. But. Anna Jay has only been wrestling for two years. Yes. How good is freaking Anna Jay already? Like, yeah, she's yes. really good. Yeah. She has her little hiccups here and there, but she's now, when she has one, she knows how to get through it. She knows right. you don't stop, you just keep going. And there wasn't any in this match by any means. I'm just like, she's in general, yeah, come I've so seen... far. Right? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be, I don't even know how old she is, but she's going to be a big deal. Yeah, I, th- I think she's like 22, 23. She's pretty young, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty young. Uh, these two had a very good match. They worked really well together, and I was surprised because she works very fast. Well, she works in indie style. Now, Anna right. Jay would have worked that had she stayed in the indies longer. <laughs> right. But they, you know, she's... She's only two years into a company that's three years old. Right. <laughs> so everything she has done, she had very little indie time. Right. Uh, so like she's a little slower, but she, they worked really well. Anna Jay yeah. gets the win. And it's such a good heel win. It was a good heel win with the, 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 arm, with the arm brace. Yeah, the oh, arm brace. Yeah. It. it was so good. And that was, I think that was also Ruby. Like, Ruby might have volunteered for this one. I'm just, yeah. I, I, I could see her doing that for her. Yeah. Because that just I feel like Anna Jay, Jay on a... from, from what I've seen from the backstage interactions, I feel like everyone likes Anna Jay. Yeah. So I could see them doing that for her, for sure. Well, beating Ruby Soho for Anna Jay, it's, it, I'm, so I'll say it right now. If you want to, Disagree with me? You can disagree with me. You can fight me. I don't care. It's the same as Garcia getting the win over Danielson. Yeah, because like, Ruby Soho. I mean, known, she's she, she's not yes. a former champion or anything, but she's still a known long term. Yeah. Yes, and and in AEW, like she is probably the. Oh uh, yeah, she definitely is. She's probably the veteran. She's probably worked longer than anybody else well maybe not serena d serena not serena d but everyone else yeah yeah okay but yeah but okay so she's the second longest tenured person there so and everybody knows who ruby soho is right ruby Soho is also kind of like like uh we mentioned with darby like she can lose and still be over like it doesn't really matter yeah yeah she has a name and yeah yeah it does way more for Anna Jay to win that match than, than for Ruby. Exactly. And it doesn't really, it doesn't hurt Ruby Soho really. Right. 
And it wouldn't have helped Ruby if she won it, to be honest. Right, right. <laughs> like, but I was surprised. And I'm yes. happy that we got thrown a curveball. Yeah. Uh, and that that rounded out the week. Uh, I did do my homework this week, unlike last week. And I had to come <laughs> up with a rant on the fly. So Yes. I'm right, ready you can, if you're ready. You, you can go first. Okay. And th- this is, uh, I'm going to talk about WWE. This is my, it, this has nothing to do with my rant, but this All is right. just a warning. All right. It's not going to be in a negative light. It's just All an right. opinion. Now that management has changed, the Triple right. H is in charge. It's in charge. I got to say, it, Legends contracts, they either have to stop existing or they have to be open-ended so these guys can go other places and make money. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Like, yes, you, you, you pay them, and but they can make more than that in this day and age. <laughs> right. And you can, you can pay them to like show up for WWE events and you can sell their exactly. merchandise on your, but like, yeah, they can do other stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like if they want to, you know, if, if you want to sign a Legends contract and they're going to take care of your merch and everything, yeah, let them, that's fine. Like, but let them, like, I, honestly, I was surprised when that uh, um, photo leaked of uh, well, it didn't leak. It just got posted on the internet of it. It Flair's last match. It was Foley, Undertaker, and uh, oh, there was another Bret Hart. Another oh, and Bret Hart. Yeah, I'm I was. I was. Yeah, I was surprised at that. That that Undertaker and. Oh, well, all three of them. I was going to say that Foley didn't have a Legends contract, but he just signed another one. Yeah. But all three of them have that Legends contract. I'm surprised they were allowed to be there. And that's Especially because that was a very, like, NWA, AEW. Like, there was lots of AEW people on that show. There was, like, yeah, yeah it, was, it was surprising. I know it wasn't a big show. Like, it wasn't an AEW show. But right. still. But, yeah. Triple H, I know you're listening. <laughs> but, Yeah free these guys up uh, and it's not like an aew thing like i don't want them so like if they could like yes let them come it's like i'm not saying they, they could even do to. what i think they've done with some other they have some contracts like this where like you're not allowed to be on another show that has like you know you can't be on like a national television show oh okay so i think i think they allow some of them to do things that aren't on a national TV. They could be like on a pay-per-view or an indie match or, but they can't do like, they can't do AEW basically. That makes sense. I think that's the case with some people like Foley's done things in like GCW and thing. I I think he, he might have an agreement like that. Oh, okay. But as far as I can tell someone like Brett, I don't think can do really anything. Right. (laughs) And that's somebody that should be getting paid for his name. Like he should be able to have, wrestling tea shop open and right like you should be able to go there and buy like you could buy some stuff you could buy some stuff he does have some merchandise but yeah yeah but there should be more than like the three t-shirts that he has in there like hitman right eight thousand t-shirts in there right (laughs) or wwe should print eight thousand i mean they're a machine right why he doesn't have eight thousand t-shirts literally it seems (laughs) a little weird that that their their legends program like they don't use them like they have all these guys signed and I, I get not putting them on TV. Maybe they don't want them on TV, but like, yeah, why aren't they selling just a million shirts? 
Like, yeah. I never get why WWE, I don't think AEW does this from what I've seen, but why WWE stops selling shirts. Like, when someone has a shirt and they get a oh, new yeah, shirt, just, like, why yeah. do they stop selling the old? I know that they want to make it like so you buy them when they come out, you don't wait, but like they could sell every shirt. Like, they, every shirt Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin's ever had, why are they not selling yeah. them all? Like, every <laughs> single one. Like, right. go for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, pro wrestling tees exist. Like, just steal their business model. Right. Like, like I, I you just buy thousands of blank shirts and have the prints made, and then you just make them to order. You don't. Have well, I know stock. WWE has, I saw recently their shop has been, it's Fanatics now. The, the, the brand oh, controls God. their stuff. And I know that I, I they're not great. But, um, I looked it up just out of curiosity. I, I noticed I went to w, shop W just on my own just to see who they're promoting like on their on their store, and I noticed like John Cena and Roman are on there. They only have like three or four shirts, and I was like, "That's weird. Why does you know John Cena only have three shirts? He's he's John Cena." Right. And then the next day they were like, "Oh yeah, Fanatics took over." And like, "Oh, so maybe they cleared off all the old merchandise and they're producing new uh. merchandise." Um, but so out of curiosity, I went to pro wrestling tees and Cody Rhodes still has stuff on there. Like you could still buy Cody t-shirts on pro wrestling tees. And, Ooh. and there's a lot of them. There's, there's, you know, two pages worth, like, of like course. there's a whole ton, there's a whole ton of them. And then I went to shop WWE shop and there's like, there's two. <laughs> like, why, why does he not have every shirt on? Like, why are right. they not selling just everything? It's weird. The, the way they use their merchandising is a little weird considering they're really big into branding and, and all that. Right. Like, and to tie it with a legends contract, like why are they not selling a million Bret Hart shirts, a million, you know, man, right. Mick Foley shirts, Steve Austin shirts. Why? Yeah. It's weird. And that's like, it just, it, you lock those guys up and lock them into like, I understand like they probably see and i understand they get paid well and they probably see is like oh well yeah i'll get like a weekly paycheck for the rest of my life like i don't know and i don't really do anything yeah yeah but you're not allowed to do nothing right (laughs) like like get your name out there like open a pro wrestling tea shop get on an indie show but no wwe has to lock everything away it's like and own it I just it, I can see I go. actually feel that like that's something that Triple H like, I don't think that, that the show is going to be drastically different it, though maybe it is I didn't see Raw but I feel like that's something Triple H might be because he was a wrestler he might feel differently that's what I was just going to yeah he might feel differently about that than like Vince McMahon did yeah he would totally get that you know or if like again I don't understand why any indie wrestler would go there but you know uh, I'm, I'm myself. I'm Josh Blasco for ten years on the Indies. I get signed by WWE. All of a sudden, I'm the the Baron of the House of Blue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And like, okay, well, when you fire me in two months because nobody knows who I am, right. I want to be able to go back and open my pro wrestling tea store and do all that again. But that all falls under that stupid 90-day stuff. Right. At least let the people get a footprint. Like, I can't change my name. That's who I was. People know me as that anyway. Yeah, I I feel like... For 90 days, but... If they want to own you, I feel like they could give you a new nickname. If you're, like, you know, the Crusher Blasco, and then they change your nickname to whatever. But, like, it's still you. You just have a new nickname now. And they own that nickname. They own, like, you know, whatever... 
you know, the, the killer or whatever name they're right. going to give you. Right. Yeah. I could see that. But like they might own Stone Cold Steve Austin, but not Steve not Austin. Steve or Seth freaking Rollins. I right. They own it. I guarantee they own it. Yes. That's why they mention it all the time. Well, I was going to say, like, when they called him that the first time, if he would have threw the patent on it, they would have just kept calling him Seth Rollins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's my that, that's my rant for the week. So, all right, good one. It's it's oh, a it's good. it's something I feel like they could change. You're right. Okay, here's my rants, and I mentioned I alluded to it a little bit. Um, they need to have more than one women's match on Dynamite. I concur. Because they have, and it's always at nine twenty, which See, is I didn't weird. Even realize that that is, very but weird. like it's always like. This, and I think they do it because it's the spot it's right my main event. It's right. right before the main event, but like yeah. they should do it at other times. It's a little, yeah. it's, it's, it's too, it's too predictable, predictable. out now. Like, like yeah. they're on it. They're obviously doing it on purpose and they need to have something different. They need to have a match, you know, a match open the show. Sometimes they've had the main event, the shows, which is good, but mm. they need to have a match open the show. They need to have a match. That's the third match on the show. They need, they, they need to mix it up a little bit. Because the women's division is good and it needs more. And they need to have, you know, a match on that opens the show and then have another match, have another women's match at, at 920 if you want, just so that you have two. Like they should be like, I feel like they're doing yeah. a lot of women's tag teams now because they want to put them on TV, but they don't want to have more than one match, have more than one match. Like, go ahead. I know you have a big <laughs> roster and I know that I know that will mean that that some other guys don't always the case like AEW has a huge roster not everyone's on every week right um right and they could have they could have two women's matches and i think that would fix the other problem i have with the women's division which is with the women a lot of them now are like accessories or valets sort of for the men like sky blue was out with with dante or ty conte oh. and, and sammy or even ruby and eddie like they're oh she's ruby's she's eddie's girl like i think they they're doing this because they want to get the women on tv so they're putting them on, but like they don't need to be standing beside a guy to get on TV. Like they can wrestle. Yeah. Just yeah. give them another, give them more Just, matches. Have, have two, have three, like do a lot of women's matches whenever yeah. you feel like there should be a women's match. That's my, I, that's my rant. Cause they're good. I mean, they're, they're getting better. Yeah. And before you could say a lot of them had no TV experience, but first of all, now those, those women do. And they have people like Ruby Soho and Athena and Tony Storm and who've who've been on national TV a lot, so they don't really have a, an excuse to not have them on more often. I one hundred percent agree with you. That would I would like to see, and I brought it up on the podcast before. I would like to see them do like how Ring of Honor used to do Women of Honor, and it would yeah. just be they would just pick one of their random all women straight through the card. Like, right. I'd love to see like an all women dynamite or an all women rampage rampage would probably make more sense. I don't know if the roster is actually big enough to fill two hours. Right. Yeah. But uh, I mean, they've had a lot of good, they've had a lot of good wins matches. I'm not saying they're not giving them oh, yeah, time sure. to have good matches. There's been a lot, but it's just, there's always only one. And it's obvious. It's obviously on purpose now because it's always one and it's always in that same spot on the show. So they've clearly designated that like the women's match time. And I think that the roster is good enough now that they could have more than one and, and more than one consistently. They could have two, they could have three. They could, I mean, if one night they had none, 
fine. But the week before, they should have three, right? They should they should mix it up a little bit. Well, I I I, I see what you're saying, totally, and I, I agree with you. But I'm just just thinking, there's tons of women's matches on Elevation and Dark, right? And well, I was just thinking, knew that. That breaks up the like that breaks up the monotony of the other shows. If you start with that, like those shows have different energy. They have like a low energy, That's, right? They just do. Uh, people are still getting to their seats, this, that, and the other. But you're also seeing something like special. Like you're seeing those before it happens. So right, it That's is true. kind of. It is kind of like part of maybe like an AEW tradition, but yeah, I mean, tradition can change. But right, and I think that women's it's like fifty fifty. I think that worked out the way it did because they didn't used to have a lot of experienced women on the roster. I mean, when True. when AEW started, it was it was it was a lot of you know Anna Jay's, even Britt Baker, who like they not they weren't they weren't on TV before really. They as no. far as I know, they none of them did anything on no. on television. But I mean, now, now you have, first of all, like I said, people who have hired, who've, who've been from like, you know, from WWE or wherever, who've been on TV, but also people like Thunder Rosa and, and Sheeta, who like maybe didn't have that much TV experience before, but now they do. So why are they not like, where is Sheeta? I know maybe she's injured, but like she could be oh, on she TV. Just, she just had a match on Elevation tonight. Yeah, so they could. I mean, put put one on on dynamite, even if it's ten minutes. Right. Just throw on yeah. throw on a match. It doesn't have to be every week. You don't have to have two or three every week. But the fact that it's only one at the same time every single week, like it's on that's, purpose. Th- yeah, that's weird. And that I don't like, know their reasoning behind that. Maybe they have some sort of demographic numbers or something that shows something. But or the network wants it on then, or I don't know. But I feel like they should have. Well, more than one. I mean, like I said before, that is semi-main event, so you are giving the women, like, kind of their own main event. Right. But it does look a little suspect. Yeah. And it's 920, and, I mean, if it, like, obviously, like, you paid attention. I never paid attention to that. Yeah. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's almost like, you know what's going to happen when they say, well, we just got the words to stay with it till it ends. Right. It's yeah, going to end no, promptly. The show's going to end it. promptly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I uh, just feel yeah. like they, it's not even a knock at the women's, like, it's not a knock at the women's division. I mean, they're all good. Correct. I mean, it's, 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 if anything, it's a knock at the fact that they don't get more time and they don't even have to have, you know, epic matches. Like when they had a, you know, the, the Ethan Page match on Rampage this week, it wasn't long. Right, but it's right. it served it served its purpose. Have that like if that was their second yeah. match sometimes, or go ahead like if they want to have Britt Baker face someone, that's fine. Like it doesn't have to be. They don't all have to be you know twenty minute epic matches, but they could they could use them more. And I think that would solve the problem where they 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 all every woman seems to be associated with a man. Not every woman, but a lot of them. Yeah, and I don't think they necessarily need to be. And I have no problem with them being somewhat associated. Like, like I like the Britt Baker Adam Cole association. Everyone knows they're a couple. Oh, yeah. They yeah. they're some they're sometimes together on TV. They do something, but they're not. They also have their own stuff going on. Yeah. So that's perfect. That's that that works. Like that works fine. 
if it was yeah. more like like Sammy and Ty, it makes sense that they're like an obnoxious couple. But Ty Conti should also some, sometimes do her own stuff. Yeah, like they should do more of what the best friends do with Statlander. Like right. She's a member of the group, but they might not be together for weeks and be on the same show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they, they could do they could do more with the women's division. And maybe that's a, from what I've heard, Kenny Omega is responsible for the women's division. So maybe he's not there. So maybe that's why it's kind of uh, in a true. hold in a holding pattern. I don't know, but I would like to see more. And I agree. And I, I think we will. I mean, we're, I mean, hopefully the, uh, WWE turns it around and we're going to get all the best wrestling that we could imagine. Yeah, when when we were like, I mean, we heard recently, you know, Sasha and, and Naomi are going back, and you know, that's yeah. obviously as someone who likes he likes AEW, like I wanted to see them in in AEW. Yeah, I agree. But but it's good for the wrestlers. I mean, yeah, the last the last you know year two years, AEW has been the place where everyone wants to go. Anyone, mm-hmm. almost every wrestler who has any experience or anything like they've they've been the place. People have left WWE. Very few have left AEW other than Cody, like as the, as big names. Um, yeah. So AEW, it, it was kind of lopsided in AEW's favor. So it's kind of nice to have competition as much as it would have been cool to see Sasha Banks in, in AEW. Like it's kind of nice that they have, if, if Vince or if WWE doesn't like you, you don't have to go to AEW. You can, maybe you can work it out with it, with WWE. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. it's, it, it's better for the wrestlers if there's, and 100%. hopefully, hopefully it means the TV shows get better because I mean WWE's women's division is better than AEW's. Not oh, it definitely is, definitely is. Like talent wise, somewhat, but presentation wise, yes, like it's significantly better. And I yes, think that's that a is. that's a Triple H Stephanie McMahon thing. And I feel like if that gets pushed more because of them being in charge now, AEW will have to respond. I mean, there's an audience who wants to see women's matches. WWE clearly has all the same 100%. demographic stuff that AEW does, if not much, much more. So they know what people want to see. And if they clearly had determined that people want to see women's wrestling, so they're going to show more of it and AEW will need to respond. And I think they will. I mean, yeah. Tony I mean, Tony Khan, no, obviously he knows the internet. He's on the internet. He's on there all the time. From right. what I can tell. Yeah. So he's, yeah. he, he hears what people are saying. He knows that people want, more women's matches i don't know if it could be a network thing i don't know maybe they don't want that i don't know yeah i have no idea um there has to be a reason i guess uh because especially if they have lots of women's matches on you know dark and elevation tony knows that they can wrestle yeah and and it's willing to put them on so why are they not on dynamite even on rampage we'll have more women's matches Is, is it a dynamite thing Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, just just tonight, I think there were seven matches, and I think three of them matches. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Because I mean, AEW has before it was. This is taking a long time now, but uh, right. before it was basically Britt Baker and whoever was yeah. feuding with Britt Baker, like that was their women's division. Yeah, and then they then they had then they had Jade, and Jade was their second star. Of the women's division, yeah. but now they have you know Ruby and Tony and Thunder Rosa and Sheeta and the tons of people. They 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 yeah, could easily put on 
several matches a night. Oh, yeah. So hopefully they do. I think they will. I, I really do. I, I really do. Um, yeah, I really do. And like it's like you said, if they're spinning tires because of Kenny, well, we know that Kenny is close to being – he's closer to coming back than he's not. <laughs> right. You know, they haven't mentioned anything concrete, but I could see him being back sooner rather than later. And speaking of the, you know, the WWE competition and things getting heating up, I mean, Kenny's going to be back. Adam Cole's back this week and, you know, undisputed yeah. elite uh, punk will be back at some point. Danielson's back. Yeah. Like they're, they're yeah. getting people back. So these, these upcoming yeah. shows are going to be going to be good. Insane. Insane. <laughs> well, do you have anything else to say, sir? We've been rambling for two hours. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm, I think I'm good. It was a long one, but it was a good one, I think. Yeah, that was a great show. Great show. Well, on that note, we will say thank you as always. Um, again, I know I say this all the time, but we are getting more and more listeners. We've picked up a couple more new subscribers on uh, Apple. So rate us, uh, thank- rate us, rate yes, our podcast. Please. please rate, please rate, review anything yes. you can do. Subscribe, uh, it, it helps. And, yes. Um, we're on Twitter at Elite City Pod, and I swear to you, I will log on to that. One <laughs> <day>. <laughs> I'm so not good at that. Uh, and we we tend to post uh, every Monday morning. Uh, not Monday morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> every Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Yeah. Usually yeah, Tuesday. Late morning. Monday night, early Tuesday morning, it'll come out. So. Yeah. Uh, and we've stuck to that schedule, so I guess that's pretty much our schedule. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, yes, but everybody, thank you again. It means the world. And that was the week that was AEW. So until next time, later. <laughs>